Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran, toddler mom, baker, millennial, co-host of this podcast, The Review Crew. And it's Emma, New Yorker, aspiring minimalist, IVF warrior. Yes! (laughs) Yes, mama! I love to hear that. I love to hear that. Um, How are you, my warrior? my goddess i feel amazing i feel great i'm on top of the freaking moon and no i'm not pregnant for those <laughs> wondering those ignorant people out there those ignorant <laughs> twats who might have thought um all right well why are you on um i love on top of the moon i love that you're feeling good is there is it for any particular reason or are you just like feeling good well to answer that question you have to come on over to the ttcc oh let's go do we sing our song <laughs> yes if you wanna mm-hmm. sing mm-hmm. if you can have mm-hmm. a baby mm-hmm. come on mm-hmm. down to mm-hmm. ttcc mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um if anyone doesn't want to hear ivf numbers just skip ahead a moment mm-hmm. but i just wanted to say I'm so happy because we got our genetic testing results. We got our PGT testing results of our embryos. And we got the best news possible, which was that all four of our embryos are um, chromosomally normal. So that's just like really freaking stoked. So I'm like ready to be like let's i'm i'm practically like the journey's over at this point which is i don't want to jinx myself so knock on wood (laughs) but i'm basically like that's basically ready to go yeah i mean especially because you were saying like how what they gave you like the statistics for like three like your chances of getting pregnant doing three different transfers and it's like i feel like having the confidence that you like you have more than three embryos to transfer even of just like what a what a relief like that's awesome i really hope you don't have to go through any more egg retrievals because it's so horrible thank you for saying that dude i know i spent my afternoon literally throwback to high school because i spent the afternoon in barnes and noble just wandering around not no intention of buying anything and i didn't buy anything okay i just enjoyed my time in barnes and noble and guess what i was looking at Hmm. If you can guess, it was baby books and also parenting Aww. books. And I was just loving it. I did tear up at a few different baby books. Oh. And it's just, it was just making me so freaking excited. Um, so yeah, excited. dude. I'm glad you're like having, like, I feel like there's been a, it's been like a long time since you sort of let yourself get excited about the possibility yeah. of pregnancy. And I'm so exactly. glad you've like been able to enjoy that. Thanks. Yeah, it is. It's so true. It's been like a while since I've been like super hopeful, but I just feel really hopeful now and I'm just happy. Dude, that's so great to hear. I love to hear this. The reviewers love to hear it. We love you. We're so excited for you. I'm so fucking excited for you. Since you you told me, I have just been so stoked for that shit. So stoked. I'm so stoked. I'm like, what's it going to be like? Is it going to be crazy? Yeah. Only yeah. moms know. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the secrets. I, I mean, but that's the thing is, unfortunately, it turns out we don't know anything <laughs> because, like, and even like, yeah, it's just every every experience is different and every kid yeah. is different. So then you just feel like, even when you feel like you know stuff, then you don't. One of my favorite things that I've ever heard as like a little parenting snapshot 
is a story from one of Stephen's coworkers who had her third baby. This was a story she told after having her third baby that she mm-hmm. told to Stephen when we were pregnant. Um, she had had two girls and then she had a baby boy and she mm. was saying, you know, she'd already had two kids. She felt like, okay, with third, like I got this down. I got the newborn thing down. I got the baby thing down. This is like, whatever. Um, mm. and then in like the first week home was changing her little newborn baby son's diaper and he peed while she was changing him and the pee shot straight up and into his own mouth. Oh my God. <laughs> and she just fucking lost it. Like, Oh my God. And just felt like a <laughs> failure. And I just, um, I really love that because it's like in the moments that you feel like you have parenting down and you're nailing it, then something comes up where your kid is, I mean, as a metaphor, peeing in their own mouth, basically. And you are just, <laughs> you're just lost at sea yet again. <laughs> yeah. So Dang. warning, if you end up having a boy, make sure to cover up that, cover up that penis while you are changing him because that pee will fly. I have heard, and I vaguely remember this from Henry being a baby, even though I'd, my mom loves to remind me I wasn't, like, changing diapers, okay? I was just being a 12-year-old. But um, That's fine. Yeah, I feel like that was the sitch also. They're crazy. Um, yeah, it is. I mean, honestly, okay. And so Stephen and I were like, we have it made with Sylvia, but then there definitely was a time in early babyhood where she just peed so strongly that it did <laughs> shoot off of the bed and onto Stephen's foot. Oh, my God. Um, I know. I'm like, that was a forceful <laughs> urination. <laughs> like, there were plenty of times where she would pee while we were changing her, um, which was uh, never pleasant, mm-hmm. especially, like, in the early in the early times. Um, it's very normal to happen. But, yeah, this one time it just was, like, she was just raring to go, I guess, and she peed on Steven's foot. It was incredible. That's intense. So proud of my baby girl. So strong. But, wait, speaking of baby girl, how are you doing over there? I'm doing really good. We went out to Point Reyes today with my family because it's like it's the month of between the middle of January and the beginning of February are my dad, my sister and one of my nephew's birthdays. Mm -hmm. Um, But this was mostly for my dad's birthday, but it was like a time for the whole family to get together. We went and viewed elephant seals and it was super fun but so i'm like really tired now but um it was awesome it was awesome yeah actually i did um i did want to review elephant seals if i could just go into this yeah do it okay so first of all point raised fucking 10 out of 10 beautiful landscapes a beautiful place actually maybe 9 out of 10 because like i have to drive far to get there that's the problem with going somewhere that has a beautiful natural landscape and is that you usually have to get it takes a while to get there usually mm-hmm. um so that's it's a majorly negative point um but anyways the elephant seals come for breeding so like the mamas are with their pups on the beach um the the alphas the males are out there like fighting making their crazy ass sounds at each other having crazy proboscises pro- <laughs> proboscises pro- <laughs> large schnozzes as you might say um <laughs> They're fucking crazy and huge. And so my dad took us a bunch of times to see the elephant seals when we were kids. Um, And my memory of it is that, like, one, that you pretty much always had to, like, take a shuttle. They wouldn't let you, like, park super close either because the elephant seals were there or just because it was, like, really busy and they would fill up the parking lot. So they had a shuttle. And it was always, like, you were standing hella far away, like, like, towards the top of a cliff. And then they'd be, like, down on a beach below. 
but the past two years that I've been, those elephant seals have been like, first of all, I've been able to just like drive up, park in a parking lot. And those elephant seals have been like five feet away from me. Like they have like barriers up. There's like, volu- I don't know if they're volunteers or if they're paid, but like rangers basically and volunteers there to make sure that you're not disturbing them and to make sure that like everything's chill. Because they're fucking huge. It's honestly terrifying. Yeah. Um, but they're we were just like at like they were just like at the beach. Like it was a parking lot that's just like at the beach, and they were just all there, all the mamas and the pups, and it was so cool. Um, so ten out of ten for that, them being so close. It's so wild and interesting. Hmm. Um Is it like what is it a seasonal say? thing? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, I've never seen this, I've never been there. I don't I don't really know where Point Reyes is, to be honest with you. My girl, my is girl. Is it the beach? This... I feel like it's the beach. That's all I know. It is the beach. It's also just like a huge wildlife area. There's lots of like hiking and stuff. It's like it's like I think it's like I want to say it's like a little peninsula basically. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't know if peninsula is the right word. I think it is. It's like a little peninsula. So there's also like you can be there's a million hiking trails. You can do like short backpacking. You can do short hiking. You can do camping, and then you can also like drive up to like the beach and stuff. Um, but yeah, in this area, elephant seals come every year for um, their breeding, basically for birthing. I don't wow. know, um, which is pretty cool. That's and they're cool. there for like a few months. Um, I think the ranger was saying that if we come back in April, that's when the mamas go back to sea to go feed, and then the babies are all there, like learning to swim and like kind of chilling by themselves. So that's gonna be cool to see. So we might try and go back then. But it's like, yeah, for a few months out of the year, I think they come in like December and then they're there till like, yeah, like March or April or something like that. So cute. That sounds so nice and wonderful. It's really cool. Okay. So I do want to rate, so I want to, I'm going to rate um, elephant seals. I want to rate them overall. I would say elephant seals are basically a seven out of 10. Um, and that's mm. sort of the average because I want to say male elephant seals, I'm rating them a six out of 10. Like they look really cool. But honestly, they're a little too butch, and apparently, like, they can, like, they, like, romp across the beach to, like, fight and just, like, you know, if you imagine a whale moving, like, or a whale, a seal moving, and it's, like, a crazy thing. They're huge. They're huge. And they'll literally just, like, run over their young and kill them sometimes. They just, like, squash their young. Yeah, so the 6 out of 10 to male elephant seals. Female elephant seals, I'm a seven out of ten, not as intense as the males, but then apparently they're also very like territorial creatures. Like they all come to the same beach because it's like protective to all be together, mm. but they actually don't really like each other. They don't hang out and they get kind of <laughs> mad at each other all the time. And that's just like not my favorite quality in other mammals to be super territorial and fighting all the time. But then I will say nine out of ten to the babies who are so cute, little little seal pups. And we're just there nursing, flopping around. And then the sound that the seal pups make is just... (laughs) Just like this crazy squawking sound that you just hear all the time. And it's so cute and bizarre. And I love it. So yeah, 7 out of 10 overall. But definitely going to see the elephant seals is a 10 out of 10 experience. And anyone who has the opportunity should do so. I want to, like, make this a priority when I'm back in California. This sounds great. Yeah. You need to come for a specific – in a specific time frame. But, yes. And yeah. also, if you come – if you you somehow were here in April, apparently, my dad was saying that's also when um, whales are migrating. I want to say Ooh. it's humpback whales, but I don't really remember. Um, but it's when they're – he says they're going back down south because they go north in the 
like earlier in the year and then the spring they come back down south and when they come down south they stick closer to the coast so he was saying that you can usually see them more so you can go and see the baby Mm. elephant seals and then also see whales which is super cool so cool that's awesome yeah i'm feeling refreshed by nature oh viewing crazy elephant seals i love i love to see it it was very fun that's great i love to be refreshed by nature i feel like i haven't felt that in quite some time you know living in the city Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. That's really the we're being refreshed by nature is I feel like it's a nine out of 10. It can't be a 10 out of 10 because it's like it takes a while to get there. Yeah. Although, I mean, I do try and enjoy the natural environment of like a city because like nature is all around us. It's all part of nature. And, you know, you can just like sit by a tree, but it's just not the same. Was Sylvia like vibing or is she like afraid of the seals? Um, no, she was she was into it. She thought it was cool. She was looking at him. She mostly just kept also just pointing at the ocean and going, water, water. <laughs> I feel like that was probably as big of a deal for her as the seals. <laughs> That's um, cute. And also seeing her cousins, who she's obviously obsessed with. So she spent a lot of time staring just right next to her at her cousins. Um, also <laughs> extremely cute. It's like we had a, we have little binoculars, and I was I didn't need them because we were fucking like ten feet from all these seals. Um, mm-hmm. But I was looking through them just to see what I could see, and then Sylvia was wanting to hold them up, and she would just put them on her cheeks. She like doesn't <laughs> understand what they are, and it was just like holding them up to her cheeks and looking around. And I'm like, this is <laughs> adorable. So she had an extremely good time, um, but. Yeah, it's like, I mean, in part, I think she enjoyed what we were seeing. And it was interesting. Like, she'd hear all the weird noises and be like, oh, what's that? <laughs> um, but was also mostly just, like, delighted by her cousins that she's obsessed with. Nice. Dude, and speaking of, um, this is, like, this is a micro, a micro motherhood minute. We're not fully there yet. Um, but I do want to say something that I is in part influence of her cousins, but also an influence of me, which is Sylvia now learning the word fart. And saying it all the time. And she fart. Fart. <laughs> she was how she pronounces it. And she now makes farting sounds and says fart just all the time. I so, love that. I rate I, that a 10 out of 10. That is a 10 out of 10. I walked by a stranger today, a little boy and his parents. And the mom and dad were just like silently facing forward walking. And he was like two feet behind them like they're kind of all in a line but he was just turning around his butt towards them and going fart fart and I was like (laughs) I love this dynamic and they were just like not reacting (laughs) yeah no I mean so like basically my oldest nephew didn't really do that it's not that he didn't do that at all but he didn't do that very much whereas my middle nephew like cannot stop cannot stop with the potty talk cannot stop putting his butt in your face cannot stop saying fart or pretending to fart constantly um which i think is hilarious as an auntie and so i'm always tempted to be encouraging it but like obviously my sister and brother-in-law are like um we've had enough of this yeah we've had enough of this and i think now their rule is that if he does too much potty talk he has to go stand in the bathroom for two minutes nice we're gonna do potty talk you go to the potty but yeah he definitely would do that um and obviously sylvia loves it nice <laughs> mm-hmm. so i'm ex- i'm fully expecting her to be the same <laughs> oh that's great i love it i love to mm-hmm. hear it i don't mm-hmm. feel like i don't have that many reviews for this app but um yeah i mean that's fine is there anything you want to start with i do have one pop culture review if you want to take my hand oh sure i take it we're running mm-hmm. we're running but in a fun way we're laughing <laughs> 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 Running and laughing and and then 
we enter the pop culture palace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Beautiful. I love I love to view this place. It's so beautiful and rich. There's one. Piece I couldn't of- think of any other descriptive <laughs> words besides beautiful and rich. Like, what else is in a palace? And like, you would not even describe a palace as rich. That's not how you describe <laughs> decor. This palace is very rich. This is a rich ass <laughs> palace. Um. Well, there's one piece of pop culture I feel like is really dominating society right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm at the crest of the wave, of course, because mm. I'm talking about Megan. Mm. Megan, the robot doll we love to love. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So tell me all about this. I've seen a part of the trailer while scrolling through Instagram. Like it was like a sponsored advertisement yeah. for me. And that's the entirety. That's all I know about it. All okay. I know about it. So Adrian and I first saw the trailer. We were like, what the fuck is this? This looks dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally. Yeah. That's what that was my impression of the small amount of the trailer that I saw. Um, it stars Marnie from Girls, which we love. Allison Williams. Um, and it's just extremely funny. So that's one thing that I feel like the trailer didn't really reveal fully. The trailer makes it look just like kind of a thriller slash horror yeah. movie, like more like a Chucky style movie. But it's actually, I would say, mostly a comedy with mm. like a thriller undertones. But it's rated PG-13, guys. I checked so I could make sure it was okay to discuss with younger kids. But mm-hmm. um, and it's so it's really not that scary. It's not that gory. Mm-hmm. It's like mildly scary i guess if you're (laughs) if you're very easily scared but mostly comedy i found it very funny extremely entertaining um my experience was almost ruined because (laughs) the couple sitting next to me would not shut the fuck up they were talking through the whole thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. to the point where i've never done this before in my life but i was at nighthawk um prospect park and i literally they say they say to like put up a flag if people are disrupting the movie like put like you know you write on like a little piece of paper and you like put it in the stand mm-hmm. and I actually did that I literally wrote on a piece of paper the people next to me will not stop talking talking put it in mm-hmm. a flag raised it mm-hmm. absolutely nothing happened literally nothing happened they took the flag nobody ever said anything to them nothing happened <laughs> very disappointing what's the <laughs> it point was, it was all for naught but you know what I had to try my best yeah, I think that that was appropriate. I fucking I don't like I don't like when people can't shut the fuck up. You know I'm who just... can't shut the fuck up in movies sometimes? Who? My sweet husband that I love so much. Really? Okay, interesting. Um, oh, he is a chatty Kathy when we go to a movie. If he like, especially if it's one that he thinks is silly, if he's not that into it or it's mm. like dumb. Or, but also it's like, like, it's like if we are watching like a mystery, he's like talking to me of like guessing what's happening next. And I'm like, I'm trying to literally hear what's happening now. I don't care about what you think might happen in 30 minutes. That's funny. I feel like of Adrian and me, he's, I'm definitely more talkative at home movies. Mm-hmm. But I would never dare talk in a theater. Not for yeah. a second. Yeah. That's see, that's very polite of you. And I think Steven is definitely worse at home than in a theater, but yeah. he is he'll do it. He'll do it. And yeah. it makes me deeply uncomfortable. I hate it. Damn, I'm so sorry. I know. I know. What are you gonna, gonna do? Raise a flag. Mm-hmm. I'll raise a flag against my own <laughs> husband if I have to. If I'm ever at a theater where that is a thing, which is not one I've ever been in. <laughs> I just bring my own flag. Somebody help me. My <laughs> husband is loud. 
but yeah anyway Megan's super fun I don't know what else to say about it it's very like camp of course I mean I also just wa- listened to the Lost Culturistas review of it so I'm like there's nothing I can say that hasn't already been said mm. but I hate when I want to talk about a thing but then I want to just use someone else's jokes constantly and I'm like this is I need to stop yeah <laughs> but it was very good I rate Megan an 8 out of 10 I probably wouldn't see it again but it was very entertaining I can't wait until it's streaming, and then I'll watch it in five years. Perfect. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll let you know when I get there. Have you watched any movies? Have you watched Knives Out, Knives Out, Glass Onion? Did we figure out if Glass Onion's a phrase? I never Googled it. I never Googled it either, but um, Stephen was listening to the pod, and he said he didn't think it was one. Oh, um, nice. So we have at least one other person who also doesn't know <laughs> but doesn't okay, perfect. Know. I feel mm-hmm. like he's an authority on language so I trust yeah I trust. he certainly he certainly acts that way <laughs> he does and I mean unfortunately he does often know things I really hate when he correct like literally like I there's no greater celebration for me than when like I get to correct him on a phrase because mm-hmm. I say a lot of things wrong like the incorrect phrase or mispronounce things or whatever that happens relatively frequently does not happen that much the other way when it does i do like a full celebration dance i like bring it up for days it like there's nothing that brings me greater joy because he's right so much of the time it's very annoying dude you should try watching freaking jeopardy which yes we're still watching jeopardy every day loving it <laughs> um because you get a lot of moments like that and it's great yeah yeah i know i mean i we i think I, yeah we've talked about this before we have ever watched it but you know i don't watch basically anything we are it is a goal of ours to try and attempt to watch a movie tonight after sylvia's bedtime Ooh, what so. do you watch um we were deciding between because we i talked to you we were gonna watch banshees and a sheeran and then yeah. didn't get to it so we're thinking maybe that i also never saw the lighthouse which we were reminded <gasps> of as we drove near a lighthouse in oh God, so good i know steven's seen that one though so we might not because but i do really want to see it what was yeah. our other option oh we might watch glass onion actually yeah, so fun. Those were oh the three God. we were deciding between. Three good ones. The best, I will rank them for you. Number one, obviously, oh, Lighthouse. You. Number mm-hmm. two, Banshees of Venice Sharon. Number three, um, Knives Out. All right. Glass on. Did, can See, I, okay, I appreciate your ranking. I do actually, The Lighthouse is probably the one I want to watch the most, but since it would be the second viewing for Steven, yeah. she's not against, That's we hard. might not. Um, but also, importantly, something that factors into my ranking systems usually and whether or not I'm choosing a movie is um, I also need to rank them by how by length by how long yeah <laughs> yeah and you know I'm only here for short movies these days or you'd be sleeping I'd be sleeping but it is my weekend it's not Stevens but he stays up later than me on his work days anyway especially because okay this is let me, I'm gonna rate this for Steven because it's like not my thing really um I want to rate ten out of ten well I guess it's an eight out of ten because sometimes it makes his life harder and he has to complain about it a lot. Um, Eight out of 10 to having student teachers, which Steven has, because he got a job not super far from where his, um, his master's in education program was. And so then they, like, he knows the people that run the program, and so they often provide him with student teachers. He's one of the only, like, there's not that many secondary school bilingual teachers also. Yeah. So it's like, if they have, He's just like one of very few teachers who do that. Um, And so he's always getting student teachers. And so he has a long-term student teacher this year, which means from January until the end of school, which is, I don't remember if it's the end of May or beginning of June, but like his first two periods are being taught by a student teacher. 
So like, that is so wild to me. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And his student teacher is like pretty good this year too. So it's like, because definitely there's been some years with his student teachers where it's like, oh, you have to do like a lot of supervising mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. and a lot more work. And or also it's just stressful because you just know that they're like fucking yeah. up. Yeah, but it's like stressful. this year it's just like i mean i don't know i feel like steven's just going into work late all the time now um nice. because of uh sylvia's banging on i hear that <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's great and it's great because steven is just like having to do less work and if steven has less work to do that means he is home earlier and more chill at home which i love 10 out of 10 to that to having a more chill husband that's great that's so great yeah it's awesome um if I could fully change, fully change lanes, um, what yeah. time is it? What time is it? It's time for the motherhood minute. Um, every week, Stephen listens to the podcast and laughs at the different ways that I sing that. And I feel um, like it's always the same, and I love it. It's always, it's pretty consistent. It's pretty consistent. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, okay, I already covered Sylvia saying fart all the time. Um, I have enough. So basically I have a long, I have a long Sylvia related review and then I have another short one. Um, so I'm going to do the short one first. Um, which is that something that has developed over the past couple of weeks is that Sylvia loves to sit completely under a blanket. Um, <laughs> just a blanket over her head. She loves to have a blanket over her head right now. I have a video of her. I put a blanket <laughs> over her head of her just kind of wandering throughout the house, like some sort of small quilted ghost. Um, just sort of slowly <laughs> bumping into the wall and doing that. She just like did that for a while. Um, and also it's been hella cold lately and our PG and L PG and L PG and E bill, um, Pacific gas and electric in case you posters <laughs> don't know. That was not necessary. <laughs> uh, um, it fucking was off the fucking charts for December. It was so expensive. Gas got like gas prices went up like crazy. And then our usage went up because it's been cold. We were running the heater. Um, so I've been trying to keep it lower lately. So we've been cold and it's like a very nice warm thing to just be seated under a blanket. So a lot of the time if I'm like cold and I don't want to get up and do stuff or I'm just lazy. So I don't want to like be playing with Sylvia on the floor. I will sit on the couch and call her over. And maybe she'll bring a book or just a stuffed animal or we'll just hang out and I'll just put a blanket over both of our heads and we'll just kind of like chill there. And like she just likes that, like oh, thinks fun. that that's fun. Oh. Um, and it's so cute. It's like a 10 out of 10. That's amazing. She also refused for one of our, um, for my mother-in-law, she refused to take her nap until like, like kept fighting it. And the thing that made her finally go to sleep was when my mother-in-law held a blanket over her head like a tent over so yeah, and then she just went to sleep <laughs> it's extremely cute oh it's cute that's yeah it's cute. pretty great but then my long review is i want to review uh sdf treatment for early childhood cavities first thing little background early childhood cavities or early childhood caries as i've learned they're called through googling i don't know why mm. there's two words I don't know yeah. the difference between cavity and carry. It sounds like they're exactly the same thing. Yeah. It's just designed to confuse us because dentistry Typical. is a scam. Just kidding. It's not a scam, but it is annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so when we took Sylvia to her first dental appointment at one years old, most people, first of all, it's only recently they've started recommending children even go to the dentist before age three. But there's been an increase apparently in childhood cavities so they now recommend they go age one, or at least that's what our hospital recommends. Um, 
And most of the time you take your, is what everyone has told me. You take your kid to the dentist. They don't really look at their teeth. It's just to get used to the dentist. The dentist gives them a little prize, talks to you about dental care for babies. It's chill, whatever. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, great. That sounds great. So we like choose a dentist in Vallejo. And I had noticed though that Sylvia, I thought she had maybe some stains on her front teeth. Like it was a little weird. I thought like they weren't totally white, which is like Mm -hmm. she'd mostly been having breast milk. Like she was eating solids at that point, but like most of her life had been breast milk. So I'm like, this is weird. Um, No one I know brushed their kid's teeth before that point, like maybe wiped it with a cloth or whatever. We fucking go. And then the dentist looks at her teeth and is like, oh, yeah, those are um, actually major cavities. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Um, So I was really stressful. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't like to hear that. And I was very upset by it. So then I was told there are basically two treatment options, which is one, you can give your baby a filling. But they don't want to do that until they're 2 and 25 pounds because with general anesthesia is a very small risk of death. Um, And it's more dangerous if they're really little Mm -hmm. because it's just like their bodies are more sensitive. I don't really know the details of that, but that's obviously horrifying. Yeah. Um, So if you, yeah, you basically until your kid is able to like sit still on their own though, if they're going to need a filling or a pulled tooth, they have to be under like fully general anesthesia. Um, the other option we had was this thing called SDF, or I think it's silver diamine fluoride, is I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. what that stands for. And so then I was handed a paper with information about it and a picture of a kid with fucking big black spots all over their teeth. And it's like one of those like horrible dentist photos where it's like, here's a kid's mouth being held open in a flash yeah. photo of their teeth and it's just covered in black spots. Um, and I didn't like to see that. I didn't like to see that. Uh, mm-hmm. What silver diamine fluoride does is that it basically stops the cavity from growing. Um, but it also does stain anywhere where there's a cavity black. Um, and these are on my baby's front teeth. Like the teeth that show the most. Um, so we didn't do it at that time. Basically, Steve and I were like, we're going to brush her. Like, she was old enough where we could use a little bit of fluoride toothpaste. And the dentist was saying, like, you know, you don't seem ready because I'm, like, crying in the dental office. Yeah. (laughs) Um, She was like, okay, I don't think you're ready to commit to this yet. But just, like, think about it and call us when you want to do it because, like, we should probably do this thing. Um, I was like, fuck me. Um, So I went through a lot of different stages of, one, thinking that this dentist was scamming me, Mm -hmm. two, this treatment's probably fake. Turns out it's not. It's actually really common all over the world. Way more common in other places than here because, like, uh, like a lot of other places just, like, don't have the same cosmetic concerns that I feel like Americans do, especially for Mm -hmm. baby teeth that will fall out. But it's, like, a super effective, non-invasive treatment, um, really good for kids' teeth. Uh, way cheaper, way cheaper than fillings and stuff like that, like super accessible, which is why it's used in like so many places. Um, Mm -hmm. but anyways, so basically we were like, let's, we're going to like, we're going to fucking start a real toothbrushing routine where we like brush your teeth really good twice a day. And we're just going to see if like, we're going to keep an eye on our teeth and be checking on them. And like, just let's see, let's see where we get to, let's see where we get to and see how this is developing. And then, so basically we do that for like six months and it's just like her cavities aren't like, they definitely like stopped progressing as much, but they're definitely progressing. Um, We're doing our best. We're like talking about it and it's just like, okay, Mm -hmm. we need to like do something about this. 
Um, so we go to her dentist appointment recently, and we're like, we're gonna do the SDF. We're gonna go black tooth on this baby. Yeah. Um, because we were just having like it's so like it's like obviously there's getting a filling and waiting to like I don't want her to have rotten teeth. I don't want her teeth to hurt. I don't want her to need a tooth being pulled. Like obviously that's a huge priority. But also I'm like, what's it gonna be like to be five in kindergarten with being little black tooth baby? <laughs> like Aww. what's up with that? Like our kids gonna make fun of her? Is it gonna be socially weird? Are adults gonna react weird to her when she's got weird black teeth in her smile? Um when she's smiling at strangers, which she does all the time. Like I was totally spinning out about it. Yeah. Um I would say that once we made the decision of we're definitely going to do it, um, I felt a lot more at ease because I'm just like, okay, it's decided. Like, I'm not going to speculate about this stuff and it doesn't matter because we're just doing it. And so now I'm like not stressed about that anymore. Yeah. Um, But anyway, so to do this treatment, it takes one minute of them just like applying it over and over again for one minute. Mm -hmm. Um, The dentist was like, it doesn't hurt at all. It does taste like caca was the word that she used. She's <laughs> like, when I first got it, I tasted it. Because if I'm going to give it to kids and put it in their mouths, I'm obviously going to know what it's like. Which I did really like and respect about her. Yeah. Like, you care about your kids. She's like a really well-reviewed uh, pediatric dentist in Vallejo. Uh, has been doing this a long time. So I do trust her opinion. Even though when she first mentioned it, I was like, she's a quack and a fraud. <laughs> Just out of defensiveness. Yeah. Uh, she's actually great um so she said tastes bad they do it for one minute i have to like fully help fully restrain sylvia because like strain again like i talked about going to her 18 month checkup and how she was when the doctor was just trying to like use his stethoscope while i was fully Mm -hmm. holding her and how she screamed the whole time so imagine instead i'm going knee to knee sitting across from a dentist (laughs) knee to knee so sylvia can stay on my lap but i have to put her down so that her head is on a dentist's lap and then i sit up and restrain sylvia's arms and then the dentist is like holding her mouth open with a nurse and they're applying this oh stuff God, for one minute. So and so stressful. Sylvia's just mouth open screaming. Um, so like that was not really fun. Also, we had originally scheduled this so that Steven could take Sylvia because I had like taken yeah. her in with the first one. Um, and then we were sick and had to cancel that appointment. Mm. Um, so then I had to take her in when Steven was at work. So it was just me by myself again. Oh, God. That's um yeah, did not love that. Zero out of ten to that. Um, zero out of ten to constantly being sick and canceling appointments. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so screaming, not great. They did it for a minute. They wipe her teeth off. Um, and then she got a little prize. She did settle down pretty quickly. Um, and we left. And then we went for it. You do it. So you do one application. Then you do it a week later. Then you do it a month after that. And then you do it at six months. And then you're, like, done. Hmm. Um, so we've done the first two. The And the, yeah girls got got black spots on her teeth but i will say okay so the treatment overall i'm rating is like a five out of ten as far as how it looks because it's really not as bad as i thought it was gonna be and i think it's just because like when you look it up you're just looking at all those crazy flash photos of a kid's mouth being held open yeah it doesn't make anyone's teeth look good it really makes everything a horror show to see those pictures yeah i would love to have just seen a series of smiling children with specks on their teeth because honestly be kind of cute yeah Um, so like there's definitely marks on her teeth now but truly the effect is like my baby has eaten oreos recently is what it looks like it's happening 
Mm. Um, which is not that bad. And I'm like, that is what people will assume if anyone even notices at all, which they probably most people probably won't, but they'll just be like, oh, this child has been eating Oreos. <laughs> that is what it looks yeah. like. Um, as far as treatment options, I'm saying eight out of ten because obviously there's the com- cosmetic problems, but it is otherwise like risk free and not very expensive. Um, it's like gonna cost us two hundred dollars for the whole treatment. Okay, that's more than I that's more than I would like, but yeah, yeah, definitely more than I would <laughs> like. I well, it's annoying. It's like not covered by insurance or something, oh. it, or like if if apparently if we were to bill it through insurance, she said she would have to bill it per tooth. And they don't cover all of it. And it ends up being more complicated and more money because, like, if she – basically, if she sees a cavity in her mouth while she's going and doing the application, she'll just, like, dot it. But, like, if it were insurance, she would have to, like, record it. And it would be a separate treatment plan for each one, for each mm-hmm. tooth. It's, like, I don't know, something dumb. So then she just charges $200, but it's all out of pocket. It's, like, annoying. Um but yeah, but eight out of ten is a treatment option. And then but I am also wanting to just say fucking yeah, zero out of ten to like Sylvia having early childhood cavities for no fucking reason. Yeah. Um and even if they're I mean, or for a reason, still zero out of ten. I don't like it. But what Yeah, I know no kidding. That sounds so just the whole process sounds so stressful, like the of finding out and having to decide and like uh, Yeah. so I'm so glad that like you figured it out and you got the treatment and now you're like on almost on the other side of it you know yeah yeah definitely and it's like one of those things where it's like I do have to keep reminding myself of like as far as like medical problems your baby can have yeah is really not a big deal like is not a big deal this is fine but it still feels like shit yeah I will say still feels like shit um there's still a lot of like like if I if I let myself go to a dark place of like why wasn't I brushing your teeth earlier? How come I didn't take care of her teeth from the beginning? Blah blah blah. blah. Like what more could I have done? Why didn't I do X Y Z? And it's like you just gotta let that stuff go and just be like moving forward with whatever treatment. But I mean I say that now having basically for six months just like gone back and forth about what to do and whether or not I'm a terrible parent. Mm. Um, but yeah, but now we're doing it, and you know what? She's still pretty fucking cute. She's literally the most cute child alive. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. I love to hear it. Oh, little babe. Mm-hmm. Well, that's my very long weatherhood minute for this week is the toothy update. So, yeah, if anyone else has a – if anyone has uh, cavity stories to share about their children or their own childhood, get at me. I love to hear it. It makes me feel better. Yeah, definitely get at Fran. I feel like I will be, like, extremely paranoid now with – teeth of my future children i mean it sounds stressful yeah i mean also it's like but also don't be because it's like most like most kids like don't have that and like i know so i was talking to my friend who like he was saying how he did because of like the time they moved and stuff of like he didn't take his kids to the dentist until they were like five and seven and then their teeth were just like fine it's just like it's like a roll a roll of the genetic dice. Yeah, just all genetic. Yeah, and then it's like, and if they do get a cavity, then you just like, well, then you just do the silver treatment. Yeah, or you get a filling, which will like also like almost all of the time be completely fine. But as a very anxious parent, I like couldn't can't handle it. Yeah, you know. Um. Mhm. Mhm. That's that. 
you got any you got any related you got any tooth related reviews or just something totally totally different related reviews i have been enjoying flossing lately that's what i'll say fancy Um, girl (laughs) not thoroughly i don't do it thoroughly but i do enjoy an evening floss Um, i don't know why flossing seems so hard to me i feel like i can do it every day for like a week and then it becomes like a once a week thing which i feel like is maybe disgusting about me that i'm no possessing. that's like i feel like that's like a lot yeah I feel like no that's... one is like flossing every day thoroughly okay okay of. basically all right this that was my impression and then one time when i was in college i was like saying that to a friend of mine and he was like i floss every morning and night my Whoa. teeth don't feel clean if i don't do that like i can't be- like he was like shocked that i didn't floss my teeth every day and was just like that your mouth is dirty <laughs> that's crazy no i've just reached a point where i find it like satisfying to floss but Mm -hmm. that's my only related tooth review and that's not even a good review so i don't know dude my friend i have a friend who literally will double up on her floss because she likes it when it is she wants her gums to hurt afterwards (sighs) she's really flossed and so she'll like double up the floss so that she can like get extra flossing it's insane that is intense. I know. Yeah. Also, reviewers write in about what your opinions on flossing are. Are you someone that flosses every day? Do you think it's disgusting when we don't? Are you someone that doesn't floss every day? Are you someone that needs to floss so much that it hurts? Where are you at on the flossing spectrum? I want to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was funny though. I had like some, you know, I teach middle school. So I had some kids like talking about getting braces and stuff and like mm-hmm. talking about asking like, is it going to hurt or whatever? And I'm just like, I recall the pain of getting braces as like a satisfying pain. Like it, mm. it hurt almost in like a good way. Is that weird to say? Like it was a weird feeling. Hmm. Hmm. But anyway, that's my memory. Interesting. That. Yeah, that is very interesting. I did not have braces. That's so true. I don't know. But you I have thought nice it was teeth. when I. I love that when you're a kid. How it's just like like I thought that braces were so cool. So it was I. like a thing that older kids have. Yeah, I was like, this is a teen them. thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? But then it's like, if Sylvia needs braces, um, I'm just gonna be like, this is expensive. It's gonna just be ignoring. Yeah, that's so give true. that girl a head brace she can wear at night. Get it over fast. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stalling because I have no other reviews. Let me think. Okay. Well, I have one. Okay. I have okay. one that maybe I've, I, I'm trying to remember. I'm actually worried that I've rated this before, but I was just doing this again last night. So I wanted to review it again. Okay. Um, which I want to review charades. Oh, charades is so fun. Have you, have we reviewed doing charades before? Never. Never. Okay, great. Um, we played this game. I think it was called, we played it with our friends who brought it over. I think it's called Tell Me More, but it's basically like, have you ever played Taboo? Oh, yeah. I love Taboo. I played it with yeah. you, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, probably. Maybe. I love that game. Um, But it's like a similar thing where you're given a word and then you're trying to get your teammate to guess it. But first you roll a die and it tells like, so there's, you get, you can either land on freestyle, which is where you can say anything that you want. Mm-hmm. You can roll and it says one syllable where you can say anything you want, but it has to only be one syllable words. Ooh. And then you have show, don't tell, which is you have to do charades. Fun. Um, and I just kept getting show, don't tell over and over again. And I was doing so many charades. Um, and I wanted to rate charades. I'm Overall, I want to say it's a 7 out of 10. Because it is, I, there was like, I feel like for so long in my life, I would have been just like, this is the most mortifying thing to possibly do. 
And now I think it is the greatest thing to possibly do. And I want to watch other people do charades. I want to be doing <laughs> charades. I want to go hard on charades. Um, and I love it. But it is an interesting, Dude. I feel like, turnaround in my personality. That sounds so fun. Now I really want to play charades or I want to literally go buy this game. <laughs> you should. It was too. Fun. It's fun because it's also like really generic words. So some of them, like, what did I get? that I was supposed to do a charade of that I immediately skipped because there was no way to fucking do it. Uh, It was like, I feel like it was like stock trader or something. And I was just like, this is impossible. Um, But it's just lots of random, like there's different categories. It's like people, places, things, and traits. Um, And yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was a really good time. I highly recommend the game. That's amazing. I do have a game review. If you, wait, have I talked about this on the pod before? Have you ever played the game Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza? no we have not talked about it i don't know what you're talking about very fun card game very easy to learn it's like Mm -hmm. one of those like slapping card games Mm -hmm. um love to slap i definitely recommend it for playing with middle age middle school age children Mm. because it's great it's very fun you just like you basically each card has like a taco or a cat or a goat cheese pizza right Mm -hmm. um and then like if you and then you say the word in a circle you're like taco cat goat cheese pizza or whatever as people are putting down cards and if you say taco mm-hmm. and put down taco then anyone can like slap the pile and get the pile mm. anyway it's super cute super easy and gets very fun Dude, i love a good board game yeah and that one's or that one's just game. cards yeah what would you rate it taco cat playing with kids who are into it i rate it honestly like a nine out of ten like it's always a hit i don't know anyone who mm. like doesn't like mm. it excellent excellent yeah so that's fun but Mm -hmm. yeah that sounds great that sounds great and then yeah charades i still rate seven out of ten but the the game overall the tell me more game i'm pretty i'm hoping that i'm saying the right name because i don't actually remember that was like a nine out of ten ten out of ten very fun i love doing the one syllable part that was super entertaining and difficult that sounds great you know just reminds me i was having kids play like spelling we were creating our own spelling games mm-hmm. at school recently and it was like you get to you know when you're like making a game you get to make up the rules and like you can make up weird rules mm-hmm. i love the rule of having to speak in a british accent like that is always <laughs> gonna be my favorite twist on a game and it's so fun it's always funny <laughs> i just I... love speaking in a british accent i love that i love that i don't know that that would be a rule i would love but i do love that for you (laughs) i feel like it's guaranteed laughs you would laugh if you were speaking in a british accent no i think i think i would just (laughs) need to really go for it i would need to really go for it yeah can i transition to something totally unrelated yeah please okay our house towards the end of the street our house we have lots of things to fix. Um, update on the home front, which is that we did get our new stairs installed, which I think the last time I did one of these, I was talking about how we found a contractor that I like trust and know who would redo our stairs that were filled with dry rot. And now the deed has been done. Um, first of all, 10 out of 10. They are beautiful. They look great um it was they were they did it in two days unfortunately it was not two days in a row because they it was it's been fucking storming in california so they did it one day where there was like a short break in the rain for a day and then 
they had to wait like five more days before they could fix it. Um, and also <laughs> the contractor did tell me, he was like, we basically were able to pull these stairs down with our hands because it was <laughs> so rotted out. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I'm really glad they're replaced now. Um, but, uh, so it was the contractor and then these two guys, younger guys helping him out. Um, so I also want to rate, um, the, one of the guys, he's a 30 year old who is helping, um, with the stairs. Um, first of all, when I'm introduced to him, he's wearing a back, he's 30, he's wearing a backwards baseball cap, wearing a Naruto t-shirt. And I'm just like, this guy's fucking great. Love this. 10 out of 10. <laughs> then later I'm getting home from, I'm home from work. Sylvia needs to go down for a nap. Uh, she's wondering about the noises happening outside. So we go to peek out the curtain and the window of our door that would normally go to the stairs, but we're currently leaning to nothing to see what they were doing contractor and one of the young men is like leveling something attaching something to the wall taking measurements doing something Mm -hmm. and the guy in the naruto t-shirt is standing behind them facing away from them staring at nothing and just flossing (laughs) to no fucking music um and again yeah he's just living his best life that was a 10 out of 10 brought me a lot of entertainment um did not bother me at all love that um another thing i want to rate related to the stairs is having a mother-in-law who worked building houses for a while um because she was able to i was showing her the stairs and basically like they seemed really sturdy and great um but also i'm like like especially like i think steven was a little more worried about this than i was but of like oh on some of these like boards there's like little there's like a crack in it or a surface Mm. level crack in this like support beam um or like a like a chip like chips in the support beams or something um like a shard of like wood yeah. had broken off and if i'm just like i don't actually like i one trust this contractor a lot and i trust him to have done a good job i know he does really good work but also i'm like but is this good or is this bad so it was really reassuring to have my mother-in-law come over and i'm showing her the stairs and her just being like these are super beautiful these are super well made and then i'm like specifically like oh but what about these things and she's like that's just normal because that's just how wood is and i was like perfect that's exactly what i wanted to hear i love to know someone who knows about stuff 10 out of 10 to that that is that is very useful and really helpful yeah because it's just like i don't know anything and it sucks (laughs) yeah it does suck did you functioning stairs it's so great speaking of we went to a rabbit hole this morning of did you know there's like a third property brother <laughs> no. Okay. What? There's like Property Brother One, Property Brother Two. And like, actually it was really funny because Adrian was like, Okay, Adrian was like, Did you know there's a third property brother? And I was like, No, I didn't. And he was like, Yeah, they're triplets. And I was like, What the fuck? Is this true? And then he like pulled up a picture and it's like the two property brothers and then like a third property brother that's like an emo version of the property <laughs> brothers. Like literally looks like Pete Wentz, like has like totally like emo hair, like really weird i love this and um but then like the first thing it says under the picture of the three of them is like these are not triplets like it's twins and a brother but anyway (laughs) but (laughs) it was funny Um, wait but does he does he do the property stuff with them and then just isn't part of the show or i think he's just like their brother okay i wasn't sure because you were calling him third property brother if that was just for the context of the property brothers um or if he was like actually involved no someone i mean i've never like really watched so i'm just assuming that he's not part of it but someone could correct that (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know. I don't think he's part of it. Um, Wait, I have a review. I thought of one. Did you have anything oh. else to say about the stairs, though? No, no, that's it for the stairs. Unrelated review. I want to review getting a milkshake. Okay. Ooh. I specifically, this for this weekend, Adrian was like, what do you want to do this weekend? I'm like, I don't know. And then I just like got this idea that I really wanted a milkshake. I was like, that would be so fun. Like, when's the last time we like had a milkshake, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... We went and got one. This is not an exciting story. I'm really <laughs> like, but we got one, and it was like I ended up getting an Oreo milkshake. Mm. Eating it with a spoon. Let me tell you, milkshake mm. with a straw. No, thank you. That's like a two out of ten <laughs> for me. Milkshake with a spoon. I'm like mm-hmm. ten out of ten. This was so mm-hmm. good. Perfect consistency. I recommend everyone get a milkshake, especially on a Friday night. That's what our situation oh, yeah. was. It was a Friday night. We went to a restaurant. We got a fucking burger and milkshake mm. and fries. I was like, this is the best Friday night possible. Like, it was yes. so good. <laughs> That's so fucking good. Okay. I do want to say, I do think that my I want my milkshake to come with a straw, but it needs to not be possible to have it with a straw when I first receive it. Yes, and it definitely. needs to come with a spoon. Of like, I need to first only be able to scoop it because it's too thick. And then as it melts, as I'm like eating my burger, then I use the straw. So it was kind of like an urgent situation because I received the milkshake, you know, on the table just Mm -hmm. with a straw and Mm -hmm. it was thin enough that you could sip it through the straw. So obviously that's like red flag number one. I'm like, oh shit, this is melting quickly. Like Mm -hmm. I need a spoon like ASAP. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it's a really busy, you know, busy Friday night. So I'm like, I'm not going to wait for this waiter to like come back over. I'm sorry. So I literally walk over to where there's kind of like an open station with like a thing holding silverware and I just like grab a spoon. (laughs) But I, I was like, this, this is a milkshake emergency. You're like, every restaurant is self-serve in this situation. <laughs> um, but I it was worth it. Great. Okay, it to great. me, the ultimate milkshake must come with, like, the, like, metal cup oh, I love with that. extra I milkshake love in it. Like, That's I want amazing. my milkshake in a glass, and then I need the extra little bit that goes into the metal cup that comes with it. Yeah, that's very, very fun. That to me is that's equivalent to getting like a hot fudge sundae in like one of those like sundae like glass yes. cups. Yes. Also, I want to rate some other milkshakes. If you mm-hmm. ever order a chocolate milkshake and then it comes and it's vanilla ice cream mixed with Hershey's syrup, mm-hmm. that to me is a zero out of 10. That's disgusting. Mm. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's not right. It's not as it should be. It's not as it should be. A chocolate milkshake should always be with chocolate ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. You need to have the most chocolate. You need to have the most chocolate. Yeah. God, I do love a milkshake. It's been a really long time. Right? Such a rare treat. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of delicious treats that I can't wait to introduce Sylvia to, the next time I can find a reason to give her a bunch of sugar, um... Is that today, while we were at Point Reyes, she also had her first cupcake. It's not her first cake. She's had cake before. But I've never just given her a cupcake to eat before. Mm -hmm. And the girl went wild. She had a full beard of just, like, the (laughs) buttercream. Created, you know, a greasy sheen across her cheeks and mouth. And then just cake crumbs. Because she obviously, (laughs) if you've ever given a baby a cupcake, I've only ever seen babies eat them top down. 
like mashing it into their face sort yeah. of from the top exposed side and then almost consuming the paper you have to take rip out of their hands at the end um so she gives herself a little beard of grease from the buttercream her little buttery <laughs> her buttery beard and then as she goes in for the vanilla cupcake of just gives herself a full stubble beard of cake <laughs> and it was so precious and good and she ate it so quickly she was so happy it was so cute and i'm just like this is why this is why we give kids sugar all the time is because they love it. And it's so <laughs> cute to see them so happy to shoving food in their face. That is so cute. I love Adorable. that. Also, I would say I made buttercream. I did a, a Swiss meringue buttercream, which is what I kind of usually make. It's where you like warm up your egg whites and your sugar over double boiler until all your sugar's melted and your egg whites are hot. And then you whip them up to a meringue. And then you whip in um, butter and whatever flavorings you're doing. Mm. Um, and I pretty much always just do it with white sugar. And I was remembering as I was making buttercream last night for these cookies, you can just also do it with brown sugar. And, dude, that's fucking good. Brown sugar, frosting, hella good. Just adds a little, you know, that delightful molasses-y flavor. It means mm. you're adding a little acidity some toffee notes. Love That's that. Nice. Love that for a vanilla buttercream. And also using it as a base for a chocolate buttercream. I just added a bunch of cocoa powder to it, but it was hella good. That sounds delicious. Also, random aside, but I love hearing Sylvia say the word butter. Um, like, <laughs> you left me a voice note. We're talking about, you were giving her like a peanut butter mm-hmm. on a tortilla. And you could just hear her in the background be like, butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, in a she, cute way. It's cute. I feel like that. she like that is definitely one of her like key words. Butter, <laughs> butter. She says all the time. I put just like she says it for peanut butter and also for regular butter. And I will just put straight butter on a cooked tortilla. I will put butter on a rice cracker. I will put butter on bread, and she just eats the butter off. And then I just reapply <laughs> butter until finally whatever carb I've placed it on gets soggy enough that she'll sort of it will dissolve as she's trying to eat the butter (laughs) off of it and then she'll eat that thing and that's sort of how we do it and she definitely she requests butter often that is great she's got great taste she does I like to buy from Costco this like grass-fed butter salted butter which I always use too and I'm just like this is healthy like it is yeah which is definitely a thing I'm uh just making up to myself but I feel like this is like a fancy nice butter and it's probably really good for her brain. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. That's what I tell myself as I let her eat tablespoons of butter for a meal. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. God, yeah. But she would love a milkshake, dude. I was, we had smoothies a while ago and she went nuts on that smoothie. She loved it. So I'm <laughs> like a milkshake would be even better. Uh, I should get another milkshake sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, yeah, that sounds so good. Even though it's been fucking cold, milkshake sounds amazing. I don't yeah. even have any ice cream in my freezer right now. Sad. Yeah, sad. That's another one of Sylvia's favorite words right now. Sad. sad. Oh. Yeah. She loves to find, like, in, like, we have a little book that has different pictures of, like, baby faces in it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just babies. It's, like, naming body parts. And then in one part, there's, like, different emotions. And this baby's making different faces. And she just constantly opens to that page to the, to the crying baby. You know, sad. Sad. <laughs> sad. Um, and then we like to, and, like, whenever she's drawing, she likes to draw sad faces like we draw sad faces and we like mm-hmm. to talk about how they're sad and that's just sort of like we just talk about and draw sad faces a lot that's so good 
future future emo of America. He'll be that third <laughs> property brother. <laughs> exactly. I think I remember that with my nephews too. I feel like sad is just like a more for some somehow a more interesting emotion for them to identify. Maybe it's just because it's a, a simpler word than like happy or angry. Yeah. So that is why. But I don't know. She also really liked the surprised one though. Cute. But she doesn't try and say that. She just goes, oh. <laughs> and makes her face into an O because that's how I was trying to describe it to her. That's very, very cute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's full of cuteness. She also did wake us up two nights ago, twice in the middle of the night for quite a long time. Mm. But, you know, there's roses and thorn. Every rose has its thorn. That's so true. Every rose mm-hmm. does have its thorn. Mm-hmm. And every chub has her bad behavior <laughs> from time to time. Well, and on that note, shall we finish the pod? Yes, I think this is the end. Thank you for recording my 10 out of 10. Thank you. And thank you, reviewers, for reviewing with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You really carried this one. I feel like I didn't have that much to review, so I'm glad you had some reviews for the crew. Dude, I'm always I'm always bringing the reviews because I love to talk about nothing. <laughs> you know that about me. <laughs> you are great. You're always supplying supplying the important feedback and responses and questions to keep it to keep it going. A, we're a perfect pair in this way. We are. We are, <laughs> we are tens. Okay, <laughs> everyone know it. That's why you should um, rate, review, and subscribe because we are perfect tens, which means we need perfect five star reviews. Uh, yes, <laughs> and we also love to hear from you. Send us an email, franimapod at gmail dot com. Send us a message on instagram after you follow us uh the review crew pod yes shout out um, to trincipia for answering a bunch of our spotify questions you oh are she a real did one. oh yeah she did oh hell yeah i'll have to go through and read those maybe we can talk we, we'll we should just do a review of trins, trins responses yeah <laughs> i would love that <laughs> maybe that that's like bonus content i think someday okay reviewers respond should we have a patreon already would you give us money and oh what god if a lot of that's our a hard no what if, our patreon, what if our patreon content was just us doing reviews of people's responses to our podcast uh, yeah that's that's gonna bring in dollars for sure yeah, yeah i love all it right. all <laughs> right well i mean let us know we're pretty sure this idea is down the water but what if what if it wasn't what if you want to just give us 20 dollars a month Think about it. That's Everybody think option. about it. <laughs> Hit me up on Venmo. You know me. All right. Um, have a wonderful evening and you a wonderful too. day, evening to all our viewers whenever you're listening to this. All right, and tell me what movie you watch. I will. I will okay. alert you. <laughs> all right. Bye. bye.